Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to hopefully clear up something that's a confusion among people. That's this idea of these religious exemptions and how they really work and should work and why it's been fundamentally turned on its head like everything else that they do, they invert it all in this world. You have to learn how to spot it. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. Most of the time it's truth they've never even heard. And once they hear it, then they know, oops, that's the truth, I've been lied to. And I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. I gave myself that award almost 20 years ago for figuring out what a scam this whole system is. All right, let's go ahead and get this show started. So I thought I'd make a show about all of these so-called exemptions from the VAX because it's becoming a big topic. And it's just, it's so crazy to me because I know Governor Abbott, he sent some executive orders, so a made-up thing, these executive orders. Apparently now the governor can just write something down on a piece of paper, and now everyone has to do it. Just like the president makes an announcement, says he's going to issue an executive order, or have the, the EEOC issue some regulation, and now, poof, millions of people have to do this thing. It's all just made up. And, of course, now we have battle of the executive fakery. The federal fakery versus the state fakery. Which fakery will win? (laughs) Kind of cage match of ludicrous nonsense. Two fake executive orders enter. One will leave. (laughs) Uh, It's just so silly. The way they play these procedural games, these burdens, these shifting burdens, and all this miscellaneous crap. The same reason I started the podcast so long ago. Because... I could see what they were doing, and that is you're requiring that you shut your business this, and you you wear a mask that, and you stand certain distance away from people. All those things, okay, those are injunctions. That is an injunction is not monetary damages. It means you are seeking to make somebody do something or refrain from doing something that they have the perfect right to do. And when you do that, you have to prove your case. You have to show, bring your own evidence and make the case. It's your burden to show why it is that there's some reason to limit someone's rights in these ways or to make them give up rights in some other way. And that's all this ridiculous national emergency made-up nonsense is. And I've already explained to people, there's no such thing as a national emergency. I've explained it again and again. It's not in the Constitution. It's a statutory creation that has absolutely no constitutional authority at all. They were perfectly aware of things called emergencies when the Constitution was written. They didn't give the federal government the authority to just simply declare an emergency and get a bunch of additional powers because if you do that, then who's there to stop it? They can just say, it's an emergency. Well, who's there to decide? Well, government decides. Well, you're just in an endless loop of hopeless nonsense. And of course, that's what all these government things are. I try to show people when the government stands in judgment of the government and what the government's authority is and the limits of it, then you don't actually have a limited government. And anybody can see that's the case. They just make up these things. But if they're going to tell me to shut my business and wear a mask, then they have to go get an injunction means they have to file a lawsuit, serve me with that lawsuit, allow me to come in with counsel. They have to bring the evidence, which I get to dispute, I get to cross-examine. They have to make their case. 
Okay, they never had to do any of that because they have these made-up laws. They just sidestep all of that each time by saying, in effect, that we can have an injunction over hundreds of millions of people without ever having to prove our case. <laughs> it's like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And But, of course, that's never been brought up. It's nowhere floating around out in the public. Best I can tell, even after almost 19 months, I'm still the only lawyer who brings this simple fact up. And it's just proof that all of the guys who are out there, who are getting traction in media and making money and all the big names and the blue checks, they're bullshitters. That's all. They're just bullshitting. They're not actually lawyers helping you out. They're not media personnel on your side. They're not. And these exemptions and all this... Uh, uproar about religious exemption that and religious exemption this, uh, those are all just as much of a distraction and a trick that any of the original restrictions are. You see, when Governor Abbott signs this ridiculous executive order saying that you, you can't be made to take the vax, well, he's saying that, but Biden is saying the other. But, of course, in that same thing, he releases this issue about how the vax is a, is a great thing and he hopes everybody takes it. So he's playing both sides. If you have to show a religious exemption, like if you have a strongly held religious belief, which is just language pulled straight out of the Supreme Court, made up so-called exemptions, standard, burden, these are all just made up by the Supreme Court, that if you can prove that, then you can't be made to get a shot. People think, yay, look at all the rights we have in Texas. It turns everything on its head. See, the idea that I have to step forward and prove a religious exemption, some strongly held religious belief, in order to have a right to bodily integrity is nonsensical. Even Roe versus Wade, which is, of course, a, it's a made-up opinion. They have no authority whatsoever to, to regulate abortions in states through the federal government. But even that didn't say anything about religious exemptions. They had to reach into this examinations of penumbers and all this other shit, a personal right to privacy and a zone and all this, this other made-up shit because they wanted to act as though the federal government has a right to be in this area, has authority to regulate rights whenever it cares to, or states do whenever they care to, unless, unless there's some overriding right See, if you actually have a right to bodily integrity, which if you don't, then you're just a slave. If the government has the right and the authority to do whatever they want and tell you to do whatever they want with your body, then you're not free. So you're not free. And my being free and having rights to bodily integrity has absolutely nothing to do with my firmly held religious views. <laughs> If you are supposed to have religious freedom, that means I'm free to have religious beliefs or not have religious beliefs. So if my rights are only dependent upon my having certain religious beliefs, then that right there shows you that it's not a country that doesn't distinguish between religions because the government is going to decide whether or not your religion is valid or not. <laughs> they make the decision. <laughs> so if the government can decide that your religious belief is not legitimate because we don't recognize your religion or those beliefs or we don't find they're clearly held or firmly held, and then you lose rights, well, then they're not real rights. See, what needs to be happening is that the government has to come and prove why it is it has any authority to make me take an injection into my body. Where did the people ever give the government this authority? See, it's, it's idiotic. And every single thing that does anything but bring that up over and over is upside-down logic. It's reversing the burden. See, in the law, 
all these things that I've told you over and over again. The way they screw you has very little to do with substantive law. It has everything to do with these procedural things, these tricks, these scams, evidence, procedures, burden, standard. That's what's here. What they're in effect saying is that the government has their authority to tell you to inject whatever it wants unless you can come in and prove why the government shouldn't have it. <laughs> that's, that's turning it on its head in a free country. See, our governments don't have that authority. You have your rights. And the government has to come in and make a very strong case for why it's taking your right away. <laughs> what is the basis for taking my right away to bodily integrity? I don't understand. What is it? Government's not being made to make any case because it's shifted the burden See, and they've allowed this argument to continue on. And of course, the constitutional conservatives and media, they never bring up the fact that this is just a very subtle way to shift the burden. And that's not proper. That's not proper. The very first thing that has to happen is the government needs to come in and make a damn case sometime. It never made the case for the restrictions. It never made the case for the lockdowns. It never made the case for the masks. It's never having to make the case for the vaccines. It's always putting it on the people. You want to avoid the restrictions and the lockdown? You have to take the chance. You have to hire lawyers. You have to take all the risk. You have to spend the money. What is government risk? Nothing. I saw an article that said that DeSantis had fined a county in Florida $3.5 million for enforcing some other thing, for a, in requiring vax or to violate his mandate. Well, who's paying that fine? Are the individual employees in government doing that? Are the decision makers in government paying that fine? No. Are they going to jail? No. All that's happening is they're taking your money and paying it. See, systems like that don't work. If you want to fight the government, you have to get your own money, risk going to jail, risk losing your license, risk losing your job. What does government risk? What does government risk? It risks nothing. A system like that can never work. See, it doesn't matter what else is going on in the system. The structure of the system can never work. So don't tell me about the, the brilliance of the system because the system is shit. It doesn't work. And even if the system ever could have worked, because the very First Amendment says that the right of the people to seek a redress of grievances against the government shall not be infringed. That's in the very First Amendment. But it's been infringed immediately. Why? Because they give full immunity to the government. There's no personal liability for anything that the government agents do. And they never pay any money or go to prison. So the, the right to seek a redress is completely destroyed, not to mention the fact they pour you out and say you have no standing, you can't sue, unless the government says you can sue, because the government has claimed to be our sovereign, even though there's nothing in the Constitution that says anything about it being our sovereign. It's supposed to be a government of, by, and for the people. But it's not. See, it's not. All of its lies, its fundamental, very, very fundamental lies, and the constitutional conservatives out in media prove it every single day that they're controlled opposition. They're obviously controlled opposition because their behavior doesn't help. Look at what happens. Your freedom is taken away. They never make the legitimate arguments. I've showed a show after show after show where I take those pieces of constitutional conservative radio and I just show you all the ways they're leaving out the arguments that matter. And this so-called religious exemption is a classic example. Perfect opportunity for them to educate people and to make the legitimate arguments like I'm making here. This idea of a religious exemption, that's great if you want to try to raise it sometime under some other issue, but it doesn't apply here. Because first the government has to show it has the authority to violate my bodily integrity. First has to show that. Well, it can't. See, it can't do that. Because all it relies on in order to do that is government itself saying government has the authority and then government itself through government courts saying government has the authority. 
See, that's not where the authority of government comes from. The authority of government comes from the people. Show me where the people have ever given the government this authority. Show me. Obviously, they haven't because otherwise there wouldn't be this huge uproar. Tens of millions of people objecting. They obviously have never given it away. You don't give away your rights accidentally. You can't lose my rights because there's some government case from 100 years ago or 200 years ago. Someone wrote some shit down in government. That doesn't make me lose my rights. If government can take my rights like that, then they're not rights. They're privileges. Stop talking about rights. And again, constitutional conservatives never bring it up. They sit around, they talk about how religious exemption this and religious exemption that, and they look at Jacobson and they look at these previous Supreme Court cases instead of giving people the true, accurate way to analyze this stuff, not playing into the, the false narrative, the false choice that you have to prove a religious exemption. I'm seeing examples all the time of people who are saying their request for religious exemption is being denied. Well, when the entity who's deciding whether or not to grant you an exemption is the one that's trying to require you have the jab, how the hell are you going to win? It doesn't make sense. It's upside down, just like the restrictions, the masks, the business closings, all this shit. It's all upside down because there's always a built-in underlying assumption of government authority, government accuracy. All of the government narratives are always simply imported into the cases and used. The CDC is never cross-examined. None of the data is ever shown. None of the data is ever cross-examined. Nothing ever happens. Just a bunch of assumptions. And see, those are all procedural things. When you have a First Amendment, how does it get decided? How does it get decided? It gets decided, it goes to a case, and what happens? The court first has to come up with a standard, a standard of review. How are they going to examine the facts of this case against the so-called law, and what standard are they going to use? They're going to use clear and convincing, preponderance of the evidence, beyond a reasonable doubt, something in between? Are there going to be burdens, shifting burdens? Who has the burden? Is it a scintilla? Are there presumptions? See, all these things are always ignored by the constitutional conservatives. And no matter how much radio and TV people watch and stories they read, the lawyers and the constitutional conservatives never explain to people that that's where the rubber meets the road in all these situations. I do it over and over to people, and that's why people who listen to my show, especially people who are inside my Patreon because they get so many more shows, they understand the way the system really works. So they can see through this stuff. And I'm just trying to give people a framework. Instead of trying to feed people some kind of daily 24-hour news cycle load of shit like they do on constitutional talk radio where they just rile people up and nothing ever gets fixed, I try to give people the ability to fish as opposed to just give them a fish. I want to show them how to fish. I want to show them how to analyze the system. And the first step is you have to be very aware of the way they're always going to try to shift these burdens, flip it upside down, and now you're screwed. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, Legal Man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. 
The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. How to analyze this system. And the first step is you have to be very aware of the way they're always going to try to shift these burdens, flip it upside down, and now you're screwed. Think how different the situation would be if from day one everybody knew the government has to come in and make its case about why it has the right to shut your business down, make you wear a mask, prove all the science regarding it. They'd never be able to make their burden. See, it'd be totally impossible. They know that. That's why no attorney general has still, after all these months, months and months and months, ever bothered to swear any of the health experts are gone and, and taken the deposition for a couple days of the people from the CDC and the FDA and gotten binders full of documents and brought them back and put them online so people can see. This is the evidence. This is what it is. Overwhelming evidence. Blah, blah, blah. They've never brought in counter experts and gotten their testimony and put it up against them. And there's nothing. No real case has ever been engaged because the government doesn't actually have any real facts on its side and it knows it. That's why it simply deplatforms people and talks about following all the science, even though the science is never tested. And it's the same exact way with these religious exemptions and any other exemption. You don't need an exemption for your right. That's turning it on its head. They have to come forward and show where in the world they ever get the authority to order you to do this. And pointing to previous government statements is not authority. Otherwise, they can just make a statement and that's it. <laughs> just make a statement. That, that's not proof of anything. The only thing that's proof of, if that's sufficient, is that you have no rights. Because if your rights, so-called, can be taken by simply the government making a statement, and then that's sufficient, well, then you don't actually have any rights. And the very fact that I have to bring this up and that nobody else is bringing it up and all these guys who are in Congress who ask all these so-called questions, and do it, they never bring any of it up. Those guys, a lot of those guys are very good lawyers. I've listened to them. They have very good cross-examination, but they're avoiding all the points that matter. Okay, they're not bringing up the real arguments. They're keeping everybody in an Overton window of loser arguments. See, once you're in the argument of the government has the authority unless... You can prove an exemption, and the government is the one who stands in judgment of whether your exemption is valid. How can you win that? See, you can never win that in the long run, and that's the argument they've already framed up and has been accepted. And why? Because constitutional conservatives for months now have never brought up the facts I bring up here, the simple points I bring up that any decent lawyer would bring up in a case. <laughs> the very first thing you have to do when you're briefing an object, or if the if the judge is going to have a hearing, you have to let them know what is the standard of review, Your Honor, who has the burden here. That That's the very first thing you have to find out, because otherwise there's no way to know what to do. That's the first thing. Government has to come forward and prove its authority. They can't do it. See, they can't do it, and that's why it's never discussed. It's never discussed openly in media because it's an instant loser. And it's also a very simple thing for people to understand. Because if the government doesn't have to come forward and make any proof about how it has authority to force a jab into me, if it doesn't have to make any proof, if that's just assumed away, well, then I'm their property. I'm a slave to the government. Now, how else could it be described? What other kind of relationship is that if an entity or a person in an entity can simply order by writing it down that I be injected with whatever they say and that they alone stand in judgment of whether or not they have this authority and whether or not it's reasonable. 
then what am I if not a slave to that entity? I, I don't get it. It's very, very clear, but nobody makes the case. See, nobody ever makes a case because their job is to run out the clock while the government gets bigger and more powerful and builds a digital ID and puts us all in a cage. That's it. That's what their job is, and they're very richly rewarded. These guys, the guy I do all the time, who's on so big, constitutional, conservative, blah, 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 is worth like $50 million. He's made a fortune just peddling this utter and complete horseshit that he does that sounds super legitimate to people who aren't trained lawyers and who don't think about it. And a lot of lawyers don't even think about it because they're just so immersed in the, the sea of lies. It's like trying to show a fish they're in water. But, but lawyers, when I explain it to them, they can see it. But most lay people can even see it. But I just think the profession is shameful how few lawyers step forward and do what I do, try to explain it to people when it comes to issues like this. It's true, I've put a lot of the black pill pieces together, but this isn't a black pill piece. This is just an obvious, blatant absurdity. You can't have the situation where the people are on the hook trying to prove exemption in order to protect rights. That's not the way it works. Rights have to be overwhelming clear facts in order to trample on rights as basic as having an injection into my body of something I object to. I think how high the standard would have to be to even prove it in one case. Think of all the different exceptions running around. You could never get a class action ever to represent all the people in a case because there's so many people are so differently situated. Some people have already had this so-called virus. They already have certain kinds of antibodies. Some people have all sorts of health problems. Every single one of them is different. You could hardly even get a mass action together if you were trying to attack them as a plaintiff. But the government on the other side is acting as though this class, this gigantic blob of hundreds of millions of people are identical and can be treated identically. It's not true, none of it's accurate. If any of this stuff was ever actually challenged in a, in a real legal fashion, objectively, it's so obvious it would all fall apart and that's why it never is and that's why none of the lawyers in government talk about it, none of the lawyers in media talk about it, nobody in talk radio ever talks about it. It's never discussed because if it is discussed as soon as people see it, like so many of my points, as soon as somebody sees, as soon as I point it out to them, then they can see it and they can't unsee it. And the fraud becomes obvious immediately. So I hope this has helped people understand how they've turned this entire thing on its head. And that cannot be allowed to stand because there's no defense against it once you accept it, this narrative. Once you're inside this box, like every other government box they put people in, there's no winning. You've got to get the brainwashing out of your head about the brilliance of the document, the founders, and all the stupid crap they rely on, which isn't true. Look at the system, the way it actually functions. So, all right, that's it. I just wanted to do that show. Uh, I think it's necessary. I hope, I hope people understand, pick it up, start spreading it. You know, if, if I could get more exposure, I could fix a lot of problems in this country. That's the reality. The simple things I point out to people once they understand the way the system really works that I explain to people that nobody else is explaining. Once they do, bam, now you can see and you can never be fooled again. So I need to get more exposure and I just, I let my show percolate. And that's why I do most of my shows inside Patreon because I don't want to burn out. I don't want to burn out. And there's always a chance of that because I just catch a lot of grief out in the public. 
So I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show. I really do. I, I appreciate that. I know I put a lot of material in there. I really like doing the live show every other Saturday night where I get to take the calls for 90 minutes so we can talk. And I, I hope you guys get value out of my show. I really do. And I'll make it for as long as people find it valuable inside there. And I'll keep public shows going, of course, in the meantime. And maybe we can percolate out. I, it's, it's looking pretty dark right now. I mean, the people are not catching on. And they literally have every single kind of media source tied up. They're all controlled opposition. Every single one out there is controlled opposition if they're getting traction. Every one. They're either useful idiots or they're bad actors. It's only one of the two. Dupes or knaves, that's all. Well, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm still on there. I, I managed to slip in and out of their algos. I'm legal man at U.S. Law Review. And no update on the movie. Everybody knows about that. And beyond that, I don't think there's much else to say. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time. Legal man. Great show. Thanks so much. I get to check your service on the way out. More quash. More quash.